Are you thankful, church? Are you thankful to be alive? If you wake up every morning, you ought to be thanking him. Every morning, I tell the, your kids downstairs, you, have, you that have kids down there, that that to be thanking him every morning you open up your eyes. There's an actor that once said, when he goes to bed at night, he shoves these slippers way up under the bed. So when he gets up in the morning, he's got to crawl on the floor on his knees to get his slippers. And while he's down there, he thanks God that God woke him up. And, uh, and that's why you need to be thankful. Um, I want to tell you a funny one before I get going. We made a stop last night on the way home. We had dinner with my dad and his wife. And, you know, I've always known I was getting old. <laughs> and I always hear, oh, you got gray hair and this and that. And uh, that never really bothered me too much. But uh, we're standing there at the checkout last night. And Joy and I stopped in to buy a bird feeder and some of that, how do you say it, soot for the birds. And she's scanning this stuff. And when I reach, she goes, can you hold this bird feeder? And I stand there holding a the bird feeder at the self-checkout, and, I, and it just, bam, hit me. I thought, man, you're getting old. <laughs> Saturday night at Home Depot, buying a bird feeder and some bird seed. I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever had that happen, but I did. And, uh, but praise God, we're alive today, and, uh, and we're thankful. Amen. Um. Today, I just wanted to talk to you about being thankful. I think today, church, we live, I hate to say it, but in a, in a, thankless, in a thankless society. Um, I want to do one thing before I get really into this. I, wanna, I, I got a kid that's here that uh, came to work with me. Ben came to work. And he works alongside of me. And I praise God for that. I'm thankful for you. Because I was the only guy, I think, that would stand for God. And in that place, Ben knows where, we're, where I'm going with this, what we go through at work. And it's not bad, but those three or four other guys don't really believe in God. Um, I know they do just a little bit, but it's hard to kick the door in. So we're hoping that someday we'll plant enough seed that the door will be cracked and it will be opened. But uh, I wanted to say thank you for working there. I don't like to give him a big head or embarrass him, but uh, he's a good kid. And I never really got to know Ben a lot, but these last month or so, it's been fun. And I look forward to more. Amen. Uh, but like I said, I think we live in a, in a thankless society. We, we go after things with a passion. We go after golf. We go after whatever, hunting, fishing. We go out and buy things. But are we giving thanks to where thanks is due? And I got to thinking about that. We as Christians are supposed to be a thankful people. Amen? That's a characteristic of us. We're to be a thankful people. And people should see that in our lives. And if they don't, then there's a, there's a problem. And as I thought about this this week, actually it's been about three weeks because I was talking with Ben one day and we were talking about being thankful, I think it was, and, and uh, sometimes we don't, we don't look back and think 
where God has taken you from to where he's taken you now, okay? And um, I want to read you something real quick. We were made to recognize and honor God as our creator. When we don't, we become ungrateful or we give thanks to other things for our blessings or we take credit for things ourselves. When we lose focus on God and thanking God, it distorts us spiritually in our minds and our hearts. And we need to be thankful for what Christ has done with us, done for us. Excuse me. Ephesians 1, if you want to turn there, if you got your Bibles or your phones or whatever you're using, I'm going to kind of do what I do with the kids downstairs. I want to make sure that they're getting into that Bible, you know. And I'm just going to read just a little bit. When you get there, say amen. Are you there? For, uh, Ephesians 1, 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as his sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. As I read that, I kept going back to this world spirit this word spiritual blessings. And I started studying this a little bit. And that topic thankful kept coming up all the time. Was I thankful? God was kind of putting that in my spirit. Are you thankful for me? Are you thankful for what I've done for you? Because it's not us that gets it. God gives it. We just use it for a while, and then he's either going to take it away, or it, like the Bible says, it goes away on its own. Um, but as I read that, the spiritual blessings believers have in Christ encompasses every need and aspect of our lives. Paul specifies these blessings are in the heavenly places, so the readers will understand this promise is not one of earthly blessing. This is what I, I just blessed me out of this. Um, not of earthly blessings that will pass away, but of spiritual blessings that will endure forever. Now, as I studied out, I went to the, this was out of the New King James, but I went to the New Living, and I started going through them, and I picked out nine of them. Actually, I numbered nine of them. There could be ten, but I, I got nine that really blessed me. Um, one, you're, not, you're united with Christ. Amen. A lot of people say, well, I came to the Lord today. Well, God came after you because he chases you down. You don't just decide to come to God. God's coming after you. Amen. We have number two, we have all the benefits of knowing God. His word has everything in there, all the, be all the benefits of knowing him. We just have to open it up and look. We have been chosen for salvation. God knew that you would come to him. Amen. He, he knew from the very beginning, you guys, those that would choose him. And that just, whew. you're adopted as his children. Pastor Morris, he always said, if kind of adopted me, he just didn't change my last name, you know. Um, sometimes I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, amen. And you've been forgiven. That's the main thing. Through Christ's death, his burial, and resurrection, you've been forgiven for everything. I think sometimes we're, 
Like I get back to being thankful. Sometimes I think we hold on to a lot of unthankfulness, a lot of unforgiveness that we don't forgive ourselves for. He gives us insight into his word, the gifts of the Spirit, and the power to do his will through the Holy Spirit, not by ourselves, and the hope of living forever in Christ. This means every blessing that could possibly need, that we would need in this life, has been given in Christ. So all the things that we collect and the things that we acquire, hand-me-downs and things, are real super cool. I mean, it's kind of weird. My mom's got some china that was my grandparents, and I've got some of hers, and then I've got some of my dad's mom's stuff. And it just keeps piling and piling and piling you know, and you're like, you know, and, and the funny thing is, is you never get rid of it, church. You know, you think, oh, someday I'll keep it. I will use it for some. Somebody's coming over for dinner or whatever. And we never, and you never do. But we always need to be thankful for that, okay? Everything he's given you, and those are, and that's in the heavenly realm too. And we could go into this and talk about this all day long. But not just for the past, but for your future. Everything you need is in Christ, Amen. And after you wrap your mind around that, I mean, it's, it makes so much sense. Because like Vicki said earlier, you know, the day we get to heaven, you're not going to think of any of that. Oh, did I leave that china back there? Oh, you know, <laughs> no, you don't need it. Um, all right, ne- the next one, turn in First Thessalonians 5.18. Now this one... Fifth of our last board meeting, I was sitting there with Verl and the guys, and we were talking about some things, and Kenny was talking about what he was going to kind of minister on. He just kind of gave us the, the title of it, didn't really tell us a whole lot. You know, Kenny's pretty private if he didn't tell you last week. Um, but uh, So I rattled off this verse, and Verl caught me, and it really made me think, and it's been making me think for the last few weeks here as I, as I put this together. But 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, in all things, and in another version. For this, is the will, for this is God's will for you who belong in Jesus Christ. Now, Paul was not teaching, bro. <laughs> Paul was not teaching that we should thank God for everything that happens to us, but in everything. You know, I, I, when I got to thinking about that, a lot of you know I had a stroke I had a heart attack, had my nose torn almost off, my right foot's crushed, and I've been through the ringer. But as I thought about that, I still need to be thankful. Because like when you work out, I don't know how many of you, I know Ben does, he lifts some weights and uh, trying to get all buff, which ain't nothing wrong with that. But uh, you you go through pain when you lift and weights, amen? And when you do, you don't think about the pain now. You think about what you're going to look like later, huh? Okay. So, so, if we, so if we think about that, you know, I got to thinking for everything, you know. But it says we don't give thanks to God for bad things that happen, but realizing God is at work to produce good even when bad comes. So the outcome of my nose getting tore off and, my foot crushed. I can't run anymore. That's why I carry a gun because I'll just shoot. I don't run after you. <laughs> but 
those, those things that, that bothered me. Because, see, I see people play baseball and basketball, and I can't do those things anymore. I can run and play with the kids downstairs, but I can't have any constant beating on my foot with the screws in there. I don't know how long it'll hold, but uh, I, th- I think of those things that I would like to do, but I can't do anymore. But am I still thankful I can do other things? And that's the, that's the and, and being thankful for that, as I thought and thought about, as I thought and sat there, I thought, what can you do? And then I started looking at things that I can do, and those outweighed the things that I can't do. Amen? Romans 8.28 says, And we know all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So God will turn everything around you guys. Even in the bad, what, you know, and I'm not just saying what I went through. I know a lot of people out in this crowd that went through a lot of things and are still going through things. But God will turn it around. And Curry, I'm, I'm, I always, always point to Steve and Diane. Look what God's done. For a while there, things didn't look too good. But look at it now. You know? Look at the outcome, people. Look at the outcome. Don't look at your circumstance now. Because God's not done yet. I think sometimes we do that too. We think, oh, God don't care. He does care. But sometimes he puts you through the fire a little bit before he takes you out and cools you off. Amen. (laughs) I think of Job. We're not going to go to Job, but I'm just going to just kind of tell you what I wrote down. I think of Job who lost everything. He went from riches to rags to riches. And if you ever read that story... It, it makes all of our trials look like nothing. I mean, this guy's lost his family, and, and he was one of the wealthiest guys around and lost it all. But he didn't curse, you know, even his wife said, curse God and die. But he didn't do it. He still praised and thanked God. And at the end, I think God got the last laugh with Satan. And Job passed the test and proved that people can love God for who he is and not for what he gives. Are you still thankful, church? I want you to think about that. When you walk out here today, you're going to walk out here and think, am I thankful? What am I thankful for? Who am I thankful for? If your your significant other is around, be thankful. Trials, arguments at home, they're all petty for what the end and the outcome is. Through Christ, that I learned through all my trials, that through Christ I can trust that he will take care of me even more. When I went in for my stroke, actually when they took me in for my stroke, they cut me in my growing area right here up up into my brain. I was alive for that as they moved a cord up into my brain. And I can see the thing on the wall they had a, my head sitting in a cup where they could look inside to see where my, my brain was. And um, that was pretty intense. And I thought, wow, God can do miracles through doctors. And I thank him every day for that. But when I went back in the next day, because I had eight blood clots in the back of my brain, they had to take out and they cut me. And when they went up, but before I went in, I signed a paper 
And I asked the guy what this was for, and he says, I'm going to give you that funny drink to knock you out. And I said, well, how long is this surgery going to be? You going to knock me out for good? And he goes, yeah, it's going to be five hours. And then life got real serious. And as he rolled me in there, I'll never forget. I told him, I told God that he had me in this. His will was going to get done whether I lived or I died. Because what it did, you guys, even my dad was up there. And uh, my whole family was there. And when they went in, because they kept, you guys, they, I'll just go back for a second. They, they kept going out of the room when I'm laying there. I'm awake during the first one. And they kept going back in the corner of this room. And I was like, what are you guys doing? You know, and I didn't have my glasses on, but I can kind of still see shadows. And, uh, but they kept talking in this room. You know, and I'm laying like this. I'm looking. And then they walked out. Then life got real. I thought, wow, something's bad. They're going to tell my parents I'm in trouble. <laughs> but they went in there, they went in there and they couldn't find anything. They went to go put the they put the coil they went to go put the coil in there and they went back in there and they told my mom that and my family that was there that they it was gone, you know. So God can work all that, all that bad out. I mean I even got a first class ride on a helicopter. So you know it's for real when you're on a helicopter flying. So every time I see one of those things I always pray, look up, and I think, boy, God, help them, you know, because when you're on that helicopter, that ain't no joke. You're in, you're in bad shape. But um, so, yeah, those things that it happened to me, I'm so trust, I, I trust in God all as much as I can. Sometimes we, if we can get past that all you can, putting 100% trust in a lot of things is hard to do. But with Christ... And what he takes you through, you can lay it all out there because in the end, you're going to win anyway. Am I wrong? In the end, the Bible says in the end, we all win. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, for, it's, for our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they will produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. I've got two things I want you to write down um, and just think about these things. And they're pretty good points that I wrote. When you are thankful, and, and when we are thankful, our focus moves off selfish desires and off the pain of current circumstances. And then the second one is expressing thankfulness helps us remember that God is in control. As I thought about that these last couple of weeks, um, we have so much to be thankful for, and not just for tomorrow. Tomorrow is a big day tomorrow. If you go out tomorrow, go out there and shake a vet's hand. Go out to the graves and, and pay your respects to them. And while you're out there, see the rest of your family while you're out there, not just them, because it's so important that we give thanks to even, to even to that, even saying thanks to somebody. That just melts your heart. You know, when you tell somebody thank you, sometimes it's hard for us to do that. As a society, church, this world is in trouble, as we can already tell now. But like I said earlier, as Christians, that's a characteristic of us. 
to be thankful, to walk with family, to walk with friends, to walk with people like Ben and I work with, you know. Um, it breaks my heart when I see the guys we work with. One's close. You know, when I talked to Pastor last Saturday, you know, and he is so thankful when he had colon cancer, you guys, that what he went through, and to hear his story, if you've never heard it, I'd encourage you to talk to him because what that done for him, it had opened up a whole new a whole new way to reach people for Christ, amen? And, but to hear that, what he went through, I, sometimes I think my, my issues are petty, you know? But it opens so many doors for you to plant that seed in somebody's life. Something that happened to you, whether it's a heart attack like me, a stroke, God's not done with you. Get out there and share with people. I tell my kids all the time. Matter of fact, last Wednesday night we were down there playing some dodgeball, and them kids, they love it on the fourth Wednesday of the month. They ain't been to church all month, and they know Ted's here for Wednesday night. (laughs) And the first thing Noah says when he comes in, are we playing dodgeball? All the time. Love that kid to death. But, uh, I think he just likes giving pain to his sister, but uh, <laughs> we play some dodgeball, and then I was led just to have him sit down and take a break, and as I went around church, I talked to him, and I said, Layla, what are you thankful for? And she said, spending time with my grandparents, because they're not here anymore, okay? And there's other family that things are going on there. You know, these kids, I come from a broken home, but look what God can do, amen? And so I don't throw any of these kids aside at all. I don't mess around at all. But I got to Noah, and, and, and Noah's into this hunting deal. And, um, and hey, praise God for that. I mean, we need hunters, because I know I can't shoot nothing. But, uh, <laughs> but I was talking to him, and he said he's thankful for the men that fought and for our freedom. And then I went around, and some of them were thankful for Jesus. And uh, so I got blessed Wednesday night. I don't know about them guys, but I know I did. But, um, but you see, those the, being thankful opens it up to everybody. This isn't just a, a one-age type thing. This is for 80 and below, okay? That's why it's so important to be thankful and to share. Um. I wrote down, don't act like the world, church. 2 Timothy 3.2, people will love themselves. This is where we're at now, not, not before. People will love themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to parents, and ungrateful. And that ungrateful caught me. You know, how ungrateful is this world? We've got so self-centered. Turn off Facebook. I've been, we're just as bad as the next group, but... Um, I've had to stop turn, start turning it off and not looking at it. Because I know sometimes I sit there with my wife and we sit down and have dinner and then we flip on the TV and watch something. Next thing I know, I'm, you know, did you see that, you know? But Joy usually she'll get on me and tell me to turn the thing off, which is, I thank her out for that. But uh, 
But the world is, is in bad shape. But as, as Christians, we're to be a light. And people should see that light. Amen? And I think I'll just I'll close with this. Put him first in your life. Fill your thoughts with his desires. Pattern your life after him, but most of all, be thankful for Christ. Because he's the only one that's going to last, people. That's it. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And um, that's just kind of where I wanted to share with you today. Is I think it's important that we stay thankful through all things. Because in the end, we're going to see those people again, like Vicky sang about today. Um, a lot of you guys know I'm a, I'm a crybaby, you know. My mom, I got mama's boy blood in me. And um, <laughs> when I turn and see Vicky crying, I'm about down here getting tore up too. And uh, I have a thought about what I was going to say because when I talked to pastor, you know, about coming down here and opening, I was like, man, I've never done this before. So you're down here and you're trying to think, boy, that song is good and it's blessing you. And then here comes another song that's good and it's blessing you. So now you got like walk on streets of gold, how great is our God and this and being holy. And when you get ready to flip the switch on, I don't have nothing to say, you know. <laughs> <laughs>